Welcome to another edition of the Hangout Podcast. This is your host, Juan Hernandez. Today's show, I have my good friend and co-host back with me, Mr. Adrian Roach. Adrian, welcome back to the podcast. Gotta be here. It's hot. <laughs> it's a hot one. So, yeah, we're, we're back here remotely at Mason Park yet again, taking shade this time. First episode, I don't know, we made the mistake of sitting out there in the sun. And that caused me to get drenched a little bit in sweat. But nonetheless, we got a little bit of shade running. Uh, aside from the ants that are bothering us, being ants. Lightly tapping. We're, uh, we're set to go. Yeah. Uh, I figured, man, I got to get back on the grind and start recording these episodes because I'm going to keep postponing them and I'm not going to stay true to my word for the new year, for my New Year's resolution for this year. I've only missed two days where I haven't posted any new content. I think I did pretty good. Other than the fact that I've had, had, I haven't had a drop of alcohol since then either, <laughs> proves that anything can can be possible. More on that to come. <laughs> anything can be possible. Oh yeah, it's um, and, you know I have my reasons for that. I'm sure I think I've talked about it before. Probably not. I don't think you. I don't think you've touched on it. I think you've mentioned that yeah. you haven't drank. I don't think you have mentioned. I don't think you've said why. Or what I think. Led I up think once I, I. think I, I. Once I hit that year mark, I think it'll be perfect, so I can reflect back on that fully. Yeah. So you're sober. Yeah, you could say. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a heavy. I wasn't a heavy drinker to start with. I wasn't like an alcoholic, but. But, but, but something well, what happened? happened? Yeah, during the holidays. <laughs> something happened. During the holidays, you know, you want to have a good time by yourself. And you find out stuff about yourself that you didn't know before. Which is probably good that you found out by yourself and not out in public or with your friends. And be able to accept that for what it is. And just try to deal with it. Like, try to do something positive. Try to replace that. So, this... This com- this completely segues to what we're going to talk about because I originally wanted to cover and review the Fozzie show I attended a few, just a few days ago. It's still fresh in my mind. We'll probably do that t- <laughs> towards the end of towards the end of the episode. <laughs> Holy crap! What happened? <laughs> I had a bug <laughs> go up my nose. <laughs> Try to go up my nose. I don't even know if it did. If you don't hear from me ever again. <laughs> watch out, watch out. Ant. It was probably an ant. <coughs> Take over the mic, Adrian. Hold on. It got pretty far up there. <laughs> no, it barely went in. Like, it just kind of hit me. I felt it trying to go in, but. Probably one of those little, little small flying bugs. Or probably a flying ant. Yeah. Well, the, uh, um, this podcast has everything. Of course, like as you can see, I don't have a budget for this show. I just pay for the, for the, how I get these shows up on SoundCloud. That's it. I don't have a studio, nothing. I pay for my own gear. So, man, this, before I got rudely interrupted by that bug. (laughs) I'm just, you just, we just brought up (laughs) breaking news at, at, at this time. Uh, Adrian, fo- follow this up with this 
follow us up with this breaking news because we are, I was definitely going to review the show. Yeah. And you just throw me a big curveball and it got me talking about some other stuff that's been happening in the music world. Yes. I well, I don't actually know why I was looking on Facebook, what I was looking for. But I just, I just came across this headline that says breaking news. Um, fallece hoy en la mediodía, Jose Jose. So I'm like, wait, what? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? He he's gone. So I look. I kept scrolling, looking up. I clicked on the thing, on the handle or the hashtag for that. I'm like, whoa! He actually no. He's he's re, he really passed away. He's 71 years old after a long battle with a pancreatic cancer. El principio de la canción is is gone. How how would you describe him? Uh, I think he he'd be like the. Uh, like an equivalent and it's so weird I don't mean to say this just because he died but I was passing through through Memo's record shop right now on the way to pick you up mm -hmm. and I see his painting on the wall and it's been there for so long and the, the weird thought creeped in my head I said man I wonder how he's doing because the last time I heard about him he had just done the, the surgery for the cancer and he was at home recovering. He didn't look so well, man. He was just, he lost a lot of weight and he could barely talk. I, it just creeped in my head and didn't make didn't make much of it. I said, you know what, hopefully he's doing okay. And lo and behold, man, he passed away. Sucks. I've been seeing the news all over. As of late, man, we, we had Eddie Money passed away not too long ago. Mm -hmm. Rick Ocasek from The Cars. Yeah, who else? Somebody else passed away. And all these people going through all these health-related issues. You know, James Hetfield from Metallica just yesterday announced, they announced that he's going back to rehab. Apparently, he relapsed. So if you guys don't hear from me for a good while, that means I probably relapsed too. More on that <laughs> to come. Teasing, of course. I'm teasing. Uh... Singer from Saxon is at home recovering from heart surgery. And somebody else was going to go undergo surgery. Dave Mustaine from Megadeth undergoing his throat cancer battle. Dude, it's just left and right. People, these guys are being taken out. Not only in the rock world, but just music world in general. What do you make of that, Adrian? It's uh, we, we, we get these guys. They, they leave us so early and so quick. Sometimes even unexpectedly, just like this. I mean, yeah. I saw this coming, but really, you really don't. You're, you're realistic about stuff, but you still want them to pull through till the very end. Yeah, like, no, well, granted, of it, of his, he's going through the pancreatic cancer. But uh, other than that, dude was he was 71. And by today's standards, that's still pretty, that's still pretty, it's not old. Yeah, and not to go, not to go that far back on the other artists and for, uh, for, for Spanish speakers, Latin America, the one that passed away, uh, Camilo Sesto, 72 years old. These guys, these guys are basically, they're basically like, I'm trying to think of a, like a the American equivalent to that would you say kind of like Elton John um 
I'm trying to think, dude. I'm drawing a blank here. Probably um, Elton John-esque in the... Like Juan Gabriel was more like Elton John. Yeah, he was more like Elton John in the in the sense of the f- flamboyancy. Yeah. And his... Because in... Juan Gabriel did so many different genres. He could do ballads. He could do pop. He could do rancheras, mariachis. He could he expanded through different genres. Uh... Jose Jose was along the lines of a uh, more ballad type. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the ones I heard, I, he probably had different, different, no, yeah, uh, different yeah, upbeat I songs. I think it's more, more ballads, dude. Uh-huh. And I, I really don't. I'm fairly more into the rock world and heavy metal world. I grew up listening to it, man. Honestly, on honest, as honest as I can get. Mm-hmm. Those CDs, cassettes. It's stuff that my parents grew up listening to, man. And over the years, yeah, cause, my um, dad would put it on, and I'd be in the car listening to it, and I'd be taking it all in. And if if I pull up his catalog right now on, on Apple Music and run through with it, I'm going to know every song. I might not remember the names of the songs, but I'll go, I remember that tune, and I yeah. remember this tune. Yeah, same thing. The, key, the like, keyboards. and Yeah, for, for like right now, uh, Camilo Sesto, he's, the, he's categorizing the genres as... Melody music, Latin pop, synth, synth pop, and rock. That's Camilo Sesto, and he's from Spain. Yeah, I think he had my mom and I were talking. I asked her, "Hey, did he have some work done on his face?" And she was like, "Yeah, yeah, he looked pretty rough towards yeah. the end. <laughs> All that work on his face, but that's whatever." And she even said that he wasn't singing that well in his latest run, I guess later years um, yeah and uh, like we were talking about Jose Jose where he is in genres he's categorizes uh, ballad pop boleros bossa nova jazz and mariachi dude did jazz <laughs> so they're they branch out to different areas I think if we, like you're saying like the um, the I guess I guess not American equivalent because Elton John is not from America, <laughs> but I guess the English equivalent, probably as for what how well known how known he is around. Probably yeah, I would say I would put music wise, probably Elton John. Maybe like Rod Stewart or I'm trying to think of all the like old singers from like the '70s and mm-hmm. the '80s that are still around. Uh, now we're getting some badass wind over here. It's feels, no sun. It feels nice, eh? Wind is running. The girls are running. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to think. I'm kind of drawing a blank. I'm trying to think of more other genres, not just like not just rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'd say like Rod Stewart. Okay, maybe okay. Maybe like the Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. There we go. Kind of like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's Bruce more, Springsteen. More. Uh, uh, if you take him out of the band, kind of like a Mick Jagger type of... I know Mick Jagger's more upbeat and stuff, but they're at that same age. They're in their 70s. Uh, Steve Tyler from, <laughs> from Aerosmith. Dude, if they're up there I mean, and they're going at 70-something, we got to see. The who, look, late, in the last three days... You had the Who canceled a concert here in Houston on Wednesday because oh, yeah. the singer lost his voice. 
not even a day or two later, I see a Vegas show canceled for Aerosmith. Steven Tyler loses his voice. Dude, that's how it starts. Hey, take a page out of Kiss, man. Knock, it's, knock. Time, it's time to go. Time to go the lip sync route, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I started knocking on wood, y'all. <laughs> it's rough, dude. When you start getting up, you gotta understand too. And, and this is not to take away from the fact that they're really good artists, dude. They they hit it hard back in the day. You know, I think you know, I think who who had who was going along the right idea, but unfortunately, he passed away for another reason. Michael Jackson. Oh yeah, there he, you go. Kind of like there you go. His final presentation, his 50 shows in the in London, his 50 last shows were for his 50th birthday. So like, that's why he was kind of call it, this is it, because that's it. He was done. Those were his last show, his last 50 shows ever, and they all sold out. They were all sold out when he after, after was that was that like <clears throat> was that just gonna be a European run or was he coming here too? That was just in London. That was oh. that was exclusively. I think, I think it was at the O. I think it was gonna be at the O2 Arena, or or the or they actually scheduled throughout the year, throughout a whole year, 50 different dates for I think Emirates Stadium or or Wembley. So kind of like a residency so ba- type. Of yeah, basically, kind of yeah, similar like a residency, but in London, just his last 50 shows ever, only there. That's it. They all sold out. The immediately the day af- the day after he announced it sold out all 50 shows and he dies <laughs> holy shit and he then de- and for unfortunately he dies and this was a guy who preparing was preparing for those shows 50 was he 50 or 52 when he died when he died dude at that time he was around my parents age i was like oh no even probably yeah Michael Jackson, how old were you when you were gone, dude? I think he was probably older than my parents or probably younger. I can't remember. Maybe a little bit older. And my dad tells me that he still remembers when Thriller came out. He was in college uh, down in Mexico. And that was just all the rage, just Thriller. He was age 50. Exactly 50. 50, holy smokes. I'd say he still had another good 30 years in front of him he was gonna if he if he made it till august 29 he was gonna be 51 so he died right like a month before his birthday you know i read a list on wikipedia not a very good source for information Mm -hmm. because that's where i get most of my information from Mm -hmm. for research purposes (laughs) there's a list on there and uh, it led me to this article where it lists all the i don't think it even was an article i think it was just a whole list on wikipedia a list of all his physical and uh, all the health issues that he had throughout his life. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty much for every tour, he would have to cancel several shows. He was either suffering from stomach issues or anxiety. Uh, he had the flu. I mean, he just, the, the man was so strong that it, took a big toll on him as far as his physical well-being mental well-being uh i think somebody else scored another touchdown out there we got the kids kid these kids playing football out there across the bayou from us it just goes on to show you man that these guys when they're put to the test i don't think even promoters 
take that into consideration because as you would hear from all the old rock stars and artists in general I'll put it out there like this 90% of them have had issues with drugs or alcohol yeah 90% of them the other 10% they probably dabbled a bit we don't even know about it I'm sure they did something 90% of them have their vices I think my vice would probably be girls <laughs> women because I'm not touching any of that liquor or drug stuff it's like Paul Stanley says look just give me the sex and the rock and roll I'm good with that <laughs> I'm like that's not a bad idea you get the pleasure of being with women maybe at the time because you know how how people get with the me too movement nowadays yeah. start getting accused of stuff left and right it's like come on we're just trying to enjoy ourselves that's all we're not trying to you know we're not trying to make advances towards anybody that's a that's a whole different sign story. a waiver yeah sign <laughs> a waiver this is all consent <laughs> ask for id hey because man you've heard the sto- horror stories of these artists um getting caught with like underage women and uh, even men too like young boys i'm like damn or even when they get caught they still go and say i didn't know or she told me she was, or she told me she was 18, or he told me he was 18, whatever. I give y'all 30 years of my career. 30 years of my career. I.E. R. Kelly. Kelly. <laughs> Man, he just, he's like, dude was like, I'm not going to show, show up to court. All right, cool. We'll issue a warrant after your arrest. <laughs> but they paid it, though. Somebody paid his, <laughs> his, his bail out fee. The point is, it's like, dude, it's, this stuff catches up to you quick, whether you're a rock star yeah. or not. I think what did it for Cam, for Michael, uh, and you, and I don't know if you've seen the 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 video movie that they they were they were that they took out where they recorded they were recording like the rehearsals. I saw it on I saw it on Netflix when yeah. it when it went out. Uh-huh. If you like, if you see, he's he knows he's not gonna be perfect, but he wants to be the closest to it. Cause he works with every single band member individually to like okay i this sound i like this sound yeah have you the, seen this drummer dude on youtube he put out this video series on i think it's drumio mm-hmm. dude when he's playing along to those songs i'm like wow this guy is he's not even doing much on the drums but it's just like a simple beat that goes with the song yeah but it's just so simple it's like damn that simple but yeah man i saw, I saw that documentary and yeah he like, runs through everything and every detail whether it be the keyboards the guitars the drummer the dancers the backup vocals everything has to be precise not perfect because we all know perfection we're never going to be there but precise precise or even when even the sound when when they're rehearsing i'll tell everyone there's a point where i think the director of the, of the whole thing goes like tells the band like y'all, y'all should start playing here. He's like, he's like, no, no, no. I'm letting, I'm letting it simmer. Like that's how much into detail he's letting the things settle in. Then they start. Then they kick off. Like most of, I get, I, I'm not wanna say most of it, but some of them is, I guess, can be self-inflicted for for them. Because you have to, you have to see the the uh, this way. Uh, they're they're probably stressing themselves out by doing this because they know they they know they have they, they want to do this but like man but it's it's messing me up but i have to do this because it's like 
natural to them to do this. And some, and at times, these artists will probably already have pre-existing problems, mm-hmm. mental health, uh, upbringing, whatever. And you just yeah. add in the drugs and the alcohol, and it just amplifies it a bit more. And yeah, what what they no, see around themselves starts spiraling out of control. Yeah. And look at this hottie. It probably it could be a product of their environment. That too. You start, and then before you know it, you end up like Kurt Cobain or I'll go for a jog or Lace, <laughs> Lane, Lane Staley from Alice in Chains, and start doing the hard stuff like heroin, and that's just a dark place to be at. But we we lost Eddie Money a few weeks ago. I saw I, I when he came out and announced that he had stage four cancer and that had spread to his liver and I don't know where else. Mm-hmm. I just knew it was only a matter of time before he passed as, as messed up as it sounds, but I was just waiting for, for them to come out to say, yeah, he passed away. Cause at that point he already knew that he was going to, he said, I'm just going to leave it up to God as to how many it's, days. Isn't it usually stage four is no, uh, usually terminal. Yeah, yeah. You're done. Yeah. I'm done. So, he was just really taking his life day by day, and he knew he was going to go. He was in horrible shape <laughs> by, the, by the time that he came out with that video. It's like, dude, I lived. <laughs> like, he, I lived. And he didn't even die from that. He died from complications of, of his heart, heart valve operation he had during the summer, which sucks even more. Damn. Rick Ocasek from the Cars dies a few days later. He was Eddie Money was 71. Again, that same, that same age. age Rick Ocasek was seventy-five when he died. That age range, man. And he had died. I think he had done some type of operation too, and I think it was respiratory failure or something. So once we reach that age, man, we gotta be really careful. Well, right now we gotta be really careful about what we do, because it's gonna catch up to us, whether we like it or not. It's that damn it. Lemmy from Motorhead died at seventy, I think. That age range, uh, <laughs> we're, we're seeing. I that think seventy is like the new twenty-seven because before people would be dying left to right at twenty-seven. Jimi Hendrix, Jim Morrison, Kurt Cobain. Now it's just seventies. Like man, it's just Jose Jose, Camilo Sesto. I was like goddamn, seventies like the cap. Then again, these guys are. They were notorious for their issues that they had. Yeah. Dude, my parents tell me the story of Jose Jose, where he would have all the money in the world, but then he'd go after a show and get fucked up. And then he would get home like a few days later and not know what was going on. Sounds like some sounds like some some other artist my parent my my dad talked about. And it, it, this was a constant thing where eventually he just ran out of money. And I'm like, okay, where the hell's all your money? You won, you made all this money. Where is it? Nah, you wanted to get fucked up on drugs and alcohol instead of seeking help, which is probably what he should have done. Uh-huh. That ends in the ends up in divorces, and you know how much that takes a toll on your wallet. Because lawyers aren't cheap, especially divorce lawyers. They are not cheap. I'm just saying. I don't know. <laughs> I take half. Uh, I'm just saying half and half, and if you gotta pay for your ex-wife's lawyer, man, you're fu- really fucked. <laughs> That's why you gotta sign a prenup. Yeah, man. I for all of y'all, prenup. I, I think I think even Slash signed a prenup, and that didn't help. I don't know what happened there, but 
anyways i think i think you, even you even though you signed a premium you have to word it exactly what how how this like basically everything from this point up to this point yeah. is mine from this point mm-hmm. on is it, it is it is both and i think i think he was i think everything was post so everything he made before like when you know he made it big with guns of roses and all that that was untouched mm-hmm. so i think everything was after the fact which was also the main reason why they did the reunion tour was like uh, something's wrong here but whatever the whole point being we're losing these guys way too quick and way too fast so note to everybody out there take care of yourself yeah, no. and you, you think it's cool now and i don't want to sound like that guy that oh yeah Trust me, when you start going to the doctors for checkups and stuff, they're always asking you, do you drink? Do you smoke? Do you do drugs? Because all that plays into whatever problems you might be having at the time, whether it's um, stomach problems like myself, <laughs> um, cholesterol problems. Not only men- not to mention with the whole drinking thing, it's mainly your liver. Mm-hmm. Once that starts going in your pancreas, dude, you end up like Jose Jose. Or all these other guys that have gone on before us. Before we wrap this episode, Adrian, I just want to throw this all out there that, you know, kind of is kind of a pressing topic as of right now. <laughs> Might be a future episode. For the time being, I don't know. Scroll over, I guess. Oh, no, yeah. You look uh, underage, too. Yeah. <laughs> that's, not a, that's, not a good, that's not a good thing. I'm telling you, dude, everywhere you look, it's like, you gotta stop yourself and be like, "Whoa, what the, wait a minute." <laughs> I think that I think that's the first question people gotta ask them. Yeah, we all gotta ask them. No, because like, you see them walking by themselves too. It's like, like, how old are you? Yeah, it's like that's that's crazy. Like, can, can I get a verification of that age? Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's just that's crazy. Cause then you know, and I don't want to go back to this stuff happens stuff, but stuff does happen in this day and age, whether you are a guy or a girl, and shit i mean it happens man you gotta you gotta keep your eyes peeled eyes and ears peeled everywhere you go because there's always someone lurking out there waiting to do harm to you or try to rob you or anything man doesn't matter how old you are it does not matter because crime don't don't know no age it doesn't discriminate so but before i wrap this up man just a quick review that i want to do it's still fresh in my mind um uh, Fozzie. I went to go see Fozzie this past Thursday, Thursday. so it's Thursday. barely, it's two still fresh. Ago. Two days, man. Fozzie's another band I've seen several times already. It's It's been, let's see, Uproar, Scout Bar, House of Blues, Scout Bar again. So this was the fifth time I've seen these guys. Almost up there with Kiss. So they might even break the record for most bands, most, most times, band I've seen live. Most, most times, times I've seen the band live. Last year, I, I wasn't able to do the VIP meet and greet. I missed out. Still got a really good view of the show. This year, though, I said, you know what? I got to take some time off from work. I got to spend the money. Fuck work. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> exactly. In general. You're stressing me out too much. Fuck yeah. in, in general. <laughs> so... What they're doing with this VIP package now is they do a VIP sound check, which they play the two original songs and about two, three covers. 
mini concert. Taking the idea from what KISS was doing with their meet and greet package. Do a photo signing with the band. I made the mistake of not, not made the mistake, but I just didn't have anything to get signed because we could get up to two items signed. Didn't have a chance to buy the latest Chris Jericho book or any vinyls that I wanted to get signed. I have most of their CDs signed already, so I don't know if I have the, the last album signed or not. I don't think I do. The Judas album. If I don't have it signed, I'm gonna I'm gonna be so pissed because I could I could have taken it. But I don't think you do. I don't think I do. But no, nah, because I saw them and uh, I can't remember. I honestly can't remember. Anyways, did the VIP thing, got my photo signed, and they do a picture with the band afterwards. We also do a group photo for the VIP. It was a lot of fun. I was completely surprised that these guys actually remember me guys being Chris Jericho and the guitarist Rich Ward and here's where I play my part because every time I meet Chris Jericho I've always made it and I think the first time was by accident I just followed through with that every time I meet him I always wear a different Iron Maiden shirt (laughs) because what's the first thing that he's going to look at he's not going to look at my face Number one, I'm not a girl. <laughs> I mean, just putting it out there. He's not looking to, oh, hey, can I take a picture? I was like, all right, whatever. I was like, would you want to take a picture with another dude? <laughs> I'm just putting it out there, dude. But If he's famous, yeah, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, but still. Um, <laughs> the first thing he sees, because you've seen Iron Maiden shirts, they just pop out. Yeah. They just happen to pop out the logo and whatever Eddie's doing there. And he took a look at it and said, man, that's a cool shirt. Did you just see them? I was like, yeah, I just saw them last weekend. Um, damn, was that already last Sunday? Yeah, I just saw them last Sunday. <laughs> and he said, man, that's a cool shirt. So he ended up look, taking another look at it again. And I said, I, I told him, I said, dude, I'm just jealous at the fact that you got to open for them last week. So that tops everything. You open for Iron Maiden. You've been a longtime fan for I don't know how long. <laughs> and uh, to do that, have to wait two hours till they open doors. So I'm waiting outside in the heat. I'm drenched in sweat. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <coughs> have to wait to do that. Show comes on, of course. Two bands opening. And I get a front row view because I have the VIP pit pit ticket. Uh, I've heard and I give him huge props for the fact that he still remembers me every time they come through. I even told the guitarist Rich Ward I said hey you might not remember but I interviewed you a couple years ago when you came to the Scott Bar the first time. And he's like as a matter of fact I do. <laughs> he's like how, how you been man? I was like oh shit I've been doing great man. I finished school because he, he remembered I was still in school at the time and finished school and I've been working since yeah, then that's like, how far back <laughs> dude that's how far back we go I'm not gonna say they're my buddies like my like you guys but you know it it's kind of cool that these guys they don't have to remember you because they meet so many people mm-hmm. all over the world but the fact that they do remember and take the time to talk to you that says something about a lot of them dude, Chris Jericho he doesn't have to go out of his way to have a conversation with me 
he could just tell me to fuck off and I'll be I'll be good with it. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, yeah, Chris Jericho <laughs> told me to fuck off. <laughs> like, but yeah, he told me. <laughs> he every time I'm like, I'm like, dude, it's it's always good to see you back here. I I don't I don't I try not to fanboy in front of these guys because it just looks bad, and I'm not that type of person to fanboy. I'll fanboy out in my head, and when I'm seeing them perform, at the moment, because even at the in the moment. You probably get yourself a little too worked up. At least it's happened to me a couple times, even now. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, you go up to him and it's like, hey, you know, good to see you again. Thanks for coming down. Looking forward to the show. Shake hands. That's it. I'm not going to go into a whole story of, oh, I've been a fan since, you know, when you debuted, since you were in WCW or whatever. Nah, man, they don't want to. They probably hear that a million times already. WCW. Yeah, so. Or fan of you. Assuming you're a fan of him as a wrestler yeah i want to have a different conversation i want to talk about music something that's totally way off i saw a dude wearing a wcw uh what's it nitro nitro shirt at the jericho logo on it i was like yeah if you want to be a mark that's fine but that's not me and so show went well i would have stuck around towards the end to go meet them outside after the show but I said man I'm just I, I've been standing up all day I'm just tired want to go home on my way out of the warehouse live who do I run into I'm just running into people dude yeah I saw, I saw the picture I'm like, just running into people I ran into MVP former WWE superstar Montel Vontavious Porter funny story with him actually I hit him up on Instagram one day um, he talk. He did a fame. He did a really good TED Talks the other day. It's up on YouTube if you want to check it out. Where he, if you guys don't know, he was formerly in juvie and prison. So he, that's his background. He has that in his background. And I hit him up one time regarding something, saying, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm a ju- I'm a probation officer working with juveniles, and we're always looking for people, you know, to come out and." talk to these young men and women da, 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 da. he said cool we should work together sometime and that was it Ooh. and I think I followed up with a, a comment or whatever and he said yeah man we should definitely uh, try to get something started I kind of had an idea he might have been at the show because he always I always see him at the sh- Fozzie shows here in Houston mm-hmm. his ants are going to eat me alive <laughs> and so lo and behold right as I'm walking out there's a guy next to him and I see I see this big jacked up dude and I was like who the hell is that and I was like oh that's MVP so he's walking towards me literally I just walked towards him and said I just reached my hand out and said hey man it's good to see you out here tonight uh, you probably don't remember me but I sent you a message on Instagram regarding this and he's like oh I don't I don't follow and I kind of I explained more on it. He was like, oh, that's right. And he was like, dude, you got to hit me up on Instagram. Send me a message. But you got to hit me up, though. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, man, we're always looking for people to come talk to our, our youth regarding whatever yeah. we got going on. And I was like, hey, uh, if it's not too much uh to bother you but you know if you don't mind taking a picture with me before i leave he's like yeah sure took a picture and boom took a picture with mvp so hopefully we can get together and i shot i 
shot him a message on Instagram, I think about a day later, and I'm still waiting to hear back from him. Probably not going to hear from him anytime soon. But now I'll just wait and see what, what that comes to, what comes to fruition with that. Nonetheless, I give huge props to Chris Jericho and for Fozzie. Chris Jericho retweeted my one of my tweets slash videos that I posted of the band playing. Man, that tweet blew up, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that tweet blew up. I don't even know how many retweets it has as of right now. I can actually go in there and check. Let's see. I still have that Jose Jose stuff pulled up. <laughs> it says here... 4,061 views. Damn. Nine retweets, 63 likes. Tweet activity, 34,853 impressions, 4,000 media views, and 888 engagements total. Wow. Yeah, that tweet blew up. It blew up. (laughs) But... Man, it's like really giving. I really thank him for that. He, they really don't have to do that. But props to him for retweeting my video. Props to the whole Fozzie camp for their superb treatment, VIP treatment to say the least. It was just, I mean, I couldn't really ask for more. And their prices are very affordable. So if you guys have a chance to check out Fozzie on a future tour run, by any means. And if you guys are interested too you know at times this time i had an extra ticket at the door because i retweeted one of the contests that the black horse limo concert series has mm-hmm. i ended up winning the contest <laughs> and had several I, I could even i could ask for as many tickets as i want i just had an extra one at the door just in case stuff happened but if you guys ever want to check that out uh, feel free to do so man hit me up i'm always going to these shows and at times I'm getting I'm winning extra tickets general admission tickets also but feel free it's it's a really good show I did get one one comment though from somebody on Twitter saying that it sounds like Chris Jericho singing over a track oh going back to the whole lip sync uh, debacle yet again and I, Ooh. I'm gonna counter that. I can actually counter this one. Ooh, <laughs> Adrian, check it out. I'm trying not to look. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we're gonna spill some tea right sp- now. <laughs> spill the beans. Um, this is. Ooh, <laughs> this is. I, I can counter that because I've seen him live already. Yeah, and I saw both the VIP sound check and the show. Still sounds close to the same for the album. Going more towards the newer songs, not the old songs. Now, as far as him singing to a track, he would be singing over the high parts from my point of view. He's not singing, he's not lip syncing direct, directly. Not like Paul Stanley. Mm-hmm. He is singing over. He's, the main thing is he's singing over a high, a high part of the track. I think usually that's with more, with artists who have a uh, high notes. You can you, you it sounds very differently on li- if you if they do it live. 
mostly because it, 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 it affects with the sound. So where the people who are working the sound have to adjust right away the moment the note hits. So I think it's I think it's common to work with a, with with that with that track when it comes to the if they have the high note because it sounds very differently live. Yeah. Yeah. So that's I I, I don't even reply to that message. I just I can, I can counter it if I want to, but he's not lip syncing on on the tour. He might be singing over some several parts, but he's not necessarily lip syncing. Because I've heard him sing, and you know, he. Adios. <laughs> but uh, that's my review for the show. Again, I give that one another ten out of ten. It's uh, I couldn't ask for more. I've only seen the ones that one time with you, and I liked it. That was, it was fun. Before we wrap the show up, I'm really glad you mentioned that, Adrian. A year ago to that day, and not a year ago, years ago to that day. I think it's on this day. That we went to go see Fozzie and Saxon together. It popped up on my memory feed on Facebook. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. <laughs> and I looked at it this morning. I said, wait a minute. That's, wow. Like, I met that guy. <laughs> I just saw them a few days ago. And then the whole thing with the lead singer from Saxon having surgery. It's like, man, it all just lines up. Who would have thought we both went to see Fozzie and Saxon in concert at the House of Blues. And we both did the VIP that time. A lot cheaper then. A lot cheaper then. So, yeah, I had an extra ticket for you, Adrian, but I think you were working at that time. Yeah. <laughs> so, nonetheless, man, it was uh, a... Six, six years ago. Six years ago. Wow. <laughs> That's... Uh, 2013. Jeez. It's crazy. To the day. <laughs> to the day that we're recording this. That's amazing. I, I completely forgot... Chris Jericho is the current AEW champion, the first AEW champion. That really flew out the window for me. I don't care if you're the champion or not. AEW. AEW. Yeah. Probably, like my buddy Angel said, I probably could have traded my shirt for the belt. <laughs> AEW belt. But, Adrian, this was a lot of fun, man. I've reached, I've reached my episode cap already where I'm officially burned out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I understand. And I'm still. I will still go for another one, but then I would just. I'll probably pass out after that. I re- am starting to get a little bit hungry. Nonetheless, Adrian, this is a lot of fun. I hope we can get back together again in the future weeks to come on, to wrap up the year. We still got. We still got a couple of time for. Oh yeah. The year end review. We got. We got. We have nothing but time, and I'm still gonna. I'm glad you mentioned that because I need to work on. A, I need to work on that. See how that's gonna end up. Might have to come out here and make it a whole day. Not even a whole day, but just come out here and meet up with people. Randy, Angel, Brian, if possible. See, my voice is starting to crack now. <laughs> but if you guys want to check out previous episodes for the show, you know where to go and find it: iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Any comments, feedback, questions, or concerns, or suggestions, or suggestions, or what, what do you what do you what do you want him to talk about? What do you want us to talk um, about? Open to anything and everything. So, as I'm never I'm never out of ideas because I can quickly turn this around and come up with a video game edition, 
a movie edition, there's always something to talk about. Or well, just a general episode. Or should we just freelance? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just know, most, just... most of the video game episodes we've done, I've done with Angel, they've all been off the cuff. They've all just been stuff that's, you know, we've, that we've, because we've played the games. Yeah. Much like the music stuff, it's all in my head. Everything is useless until it's used. Then it's useful. <laughs> so thank you guys for tuning into the show. Thanks again, Adrian, for coming on, thank co-hosting you. the episode. Don't forget to plug yourself, Juan. And <laughs> you can follow me on social media. I really should start building a website for this podcast, period. That way people could just direct themselves to the website and find everything there. But you can follow me on Twitter at Juan underscore A underscore H. Very, I'm, I could say I'm mostly active on Twitter and Instagram. Instagram is Juan Alejandro Hernandez. You'd have to hit a follow request for that one. It's still <laughs> private as we speak. I'm not verified yet. I still don't have the blue check on either. So you'd have to send me those requests even on Facebook. So uh, everything goes up on my social media sites. Again, I'm very active on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook, wherever you want to reach out to me. I'm fairly active. If you have my number, you can reach out to me then too. Otherwise, you're shit out of luck with that phone number. So if you can't get a hold of me through your social media sites, I don't know what to tell you. So thanks again, guys, for tuning in. Thanks again, Adrian. We'll see you next time. Thank you.